and good morning. My name is Karen Belita, and I'm the president of your board of trustees. We welcome you to the Unitarian Church of Edmonton online church service. We're having some technical difficulties today. Reverend Leanne doesn't seem to be able to join us, but we do have some reading and some music that we will share, and it's nice that we can spend our time together. I really want to welcome our new visitors, and you're welcome to join us in conversation afterwards with members of Camp Firefly that have joined us. We also welcome everyone to sign in to our online guestbook, which you can find on our uce.ca website. I gratefully acknowledge that we are on Treaty 6 territory home of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples over many centuries. A treaty is an inheritance, a responsibility, and a relationship. May we be good neighbors to one another, good stewards to our planet, and good ancestors to all of our children. So I have some of the reading that Reverend Leanne was going to share. She wanted to discuss this interim period and how important it is that everyone who is able to participate in upcoming opportunities for individual and congregational self-reflection, assessment, and storytelling. Part of making the most of this special time will be appreciate, appreciating the loving work done by those who have come before us. So we begin our sacred time together by honoring our ancestors as we light our chalice. We take time to remember by Sarah Eileen Lawal. We take time to remember the ancestors' journey lit by a thousand stars and consider what the wilderness taught them. Trust in the path, celebrate with joy. What might the wilderness teach us? Where can we pray to our thousand stars? To feel our own life's blessings, to know our own journey lit from within. We take time to remember and celebrate with joy. We light our chalice in honor of this celebration of journey, ancestors, and joy. This is one that you know. <laughs> come, come, whoever you are, wonder, worship, lover of the evening,
as is our tradition, we light candles, care and connection to celebrate our joys and concerns. I invite everyone to go into the chat and please share with us our, your joys and concerns. And please enjoy this piece of music by performed by Celine Dion and Josh Groban while we share our joys and concerns. I pray you'll be all right and watch us where we go and help us to be wise in times when we don't know. Let this be our prayer. I went to the next screen too quickly, but I do want to light one candle for all the unspoken joys and sorrows held within the sanctuary of our hearts, and also for all those who have yet to find a spiritual home where they can share their joys and sorrows. Generosity is a spiritual practice, one that enlarges the heart and lightens the spirit. For no matter how much or how little we have, in the sharing of it, both the one who gives and the both the one who receives are blessed. We are a self-governing and self-supporting community. We rely on your donations to maintain our buildings, support our staff, and offer our programs. Now more than ever, we need your financial support. Please visit our website at uce.ca to find the donation method that best suits you.
back before COVID, when we were all meeting together, we would share half of our unidentified contributions in when we passed the plate. For the month of September, we identified Camp Firefly as our charity of the month. There are members here that will be speaking about Camp Firefly after the service. We've been supporting them for over 10 years. They do wonderful work, and I encourage you to go to their website and find ways that you can support them, either financially through or through volunteer services. Um, many, much funding has been, um, has disappeared in our current political time, and they do need our support. I join everyone to sing, from you I receive, to you I give. <laughs> Strength by Starhawk. We are all longing to go home to some place we have never been, a place half remembered and half envisioned. We can only catch glimpses of, of time to time. Community. Somewhere there are people to whom we can speak with passion without having the words catch in our throats. Somewhere a circle of hands will open to receive us. Eyes will light up as we enter. Voices will celebrate with us. Whenever we come into our own power. Community means strength that holds our strength. To do the work that needs to be done. Arms to hold us when we falter. A circle of healing. A circle of friends. Somewhere we can be free. I'm reading some of Reverend Leanne's notes. Please have patience with me as I read somebody else's words for the first time. During the interim ministry training in August, part of the Exodus story was used as a metaphor for a congregation's move from the conclusion of one shared ministry to the beginning of a new shared ministry. The similes are rather obvious. A congregation during an interim period is a bit like the Israelites. Both are people who enter a liminal space neither here nor there. 
much like a congregation entering an interim period. The Israelites were faced with uncertainty of change. And an interim minister is a bit like Moses, who facilitated the Israelites' journey in self-discovery, but did not enter the promised land of Canaan with them. Let's be clear, that's where the metaphor ends. No one is comparing a congregation's move from a long-term shared ministry to the Israelites' flight from the oppressions of Pharaoh. There is no comparison here. Still, it is helpful to know that this experience is not a new one. It is as old as time, and many, many, many congregations have successfully navigated a transition period to become stronger and more open-hearted toward their no, more their next settled minister and the ministry they will share. This transition period is experienced on two levels: the individual level and the congregational level. In this, we will discuss the individual level. On the individual level, there are likely many different feelings about this new phase of congregational life. Some of you may be missing Reverend Brian and wondering how you will ever be able to accept someone else as your minister. Some of you may be concerned about how things may change and whether you will like these changes. And yet others of you may be eager for change and hopeful that there will be many beneficial changes. All of these are reasonable responses to a change, as significant as the departure of your long-term minister. And in a congregation as diverse as this one, it would be unreasonable to expect that everyone would have the same response. So one of the first things that we will do together is gather in small groups to create a safe space for you to share your stories around Reverend Brian's ministry and his recent departure. It is important that we listen deeply to one another and that we respect each other's experiences and emotional responses. This is important for each of you individually and it is important for the congregation as a whole. We will follow up periodically with opportunities to further share and process your feelings around any changes that are taking place. Your participation in this process is essential to its success. And it takes some faith. Faith that the space will be safe. Faith that you will be heard. Faith that once heard, your experience will be respected. And faith that your participation in this process will be beneficial to you and the congregation as a whole. Through this time we have together will be brief, two years at the most. Your presence on this journey will help to light the way to the next shared ministry with your settled minister. Please enjoy this song performed by Jerry and the Pacemakers called You'll Never Walk Alone.
and I noticed that you will uh, see some images that you're familiar. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark at the end of a storm there's a golden sky sweet silver sound of love Walk on through the wind Walk on through the rain For your dreams be Spirit of life, spirit of love, we have gathered under the banner of shared faith. We are born of a welcoming grace that extends and receives love. We are touched by the waves we have fallen short of whom we strive to be. And we are reborn, forged by a greater courage. Let us move from this place encouraged and refreshed for the journey ahead. Blessed is the path on which you travel. Blessed is the body that carries you upon it. 
Blessed is your heart that has heard the call. Blessed is your mind that discerns the way. Blessed is the gift that you will receive by going. Truly blessed is the gift that you will become on the journey. Next Sunday, please join us as we explore the blessings that await us during this interim period. May you go forth in peace. Let us join together and sing, Carry the Flame. I want to thank everyone for your patience with me doing this service sort of last minute. I want, I'm really thrilled that there are people here, I believe Kelly, Cora, and Christy, but if I miss someone, they will let me know. But they're here to let us learn more about this charity that we support and thank us for over 10 years of support. They will be sharing their own slides and stories with us for a few minutes, and then we'll have the opportunity to ask them questions after they've been sharing. Um, I'm going to stop sharing my slides so they can unmute themselves and begin. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Karen. An awesome job just stepping in on the fly. I know that can't be easy. Um, just give us a sec here. I'm gonna share my screen. and. Yeah, it's Corey and I are here. Chris is here from the U of A and our executive director, Glynis, is also here from, uh, from Isthmus. So again, thanks for having us and let's uh, get started. Give me a sec here, there it is. All right, Corey, anytime. Can everyone hear me and can everybody see that? Nodding. And can you hear me? There's Corey. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, my name is Corey Bighorn and uh, I have the amazing pleasure to work with Camp Firefly. I'm the Camp Firefly National Coordinator. And um, I also have the pleasure of working with Kelly here who just introduced herself. And uh, as mentioned, we're here with Krista, as well as our uh, executive director, Dr. Lieb. So I am just so thankful that each of you welcomed us here this morning. Uh, very beautiful service and really well done, considering it was on the fly. So um, really commending you for that. Um, so yeah, I just firstly want to express my thank you to the Unitarian Church of Edmonton for your contributions to Camp Firefly for all of these years, I believe since 2008. And uh, of course, thank you again for hosting us this morning. And so, yeah, we're here to talk about Camp Firefly this morning and a little bit, a little bit about uh, some of the work that we get to do thanks to contributions from groups like yours. And so in the interest of time, um, we'll get started here. So. 
if you're not too aware, Camp Firefly is, of course, a summer camp, and it's designed for 14 to 24-year-old youth from the 2SLGBTQ plus community. And uh, we have it up on, here on this slide, uh, if you're interested in seeing uh, that acronym there broken down and who the community is, I'm sure many of you are aware. Um, now, as a youth camp, uh, we focus a lot on leadership, resilience, community, education, and the arts, of course. And um, we all know what communi community education, what arts looks like. But uh, in terms of leadership and resilience, um, that part, uh, uh, that's uh, through some of our workshops and so some of those examples include stuff like anti-oppression, anti-racism, identity spaces, exploring different um, you know forms of uh, expression and uh, sexuality, uh, uh, queer and trans sex ed, uh, a large focus on mental health and mental health supports uh, during our programming for our campers and um, uh, yeah, uh, on this next slide here, um, of course, uh, we had to sort of uh, redesign our camp this year due to COVID. And so we had the amazing uh, opportunity to look at online programming, which uh, Kelly will share a bit more about. Yeah, thanks, Corey. A huge change, but something we thought was really important, especially that community piece. Lots of these youth and these folks this is the one time of year they look forward to so much. They feel like it's a safe place where they can be heard, accepted, explore their own identity, and just make friends who kind of get what it's like to be going through what they're going through. Um, and especially as Corey mentioned, that mental health support is sometimes um, a real accessibility issue for a lot of folks and something that we're able to provide during summer camp. And we were able to do this online this summer, which was really cool. Um, Sending out care packages, t-shirts, art supplies, um, which contributed to fun things like this. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, some of these we were able to do. Corey, I don't know if you want to walk through some of those. Yeah, uh, we had uh, we used a couple of different platforms, so Zoom plus another one. So we had a great community um, sort of on, in this online space where people were able to share share their art, share their baking, whatever it was they were working on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also have some quotes here from the youth themselves from this year. Yeah, I'm more confident in who I am and I don't feel the need to live up to anyone's expectations of gender or sexuality. And uh, I learned how to be a friend and I learned how important it is to have friends. I learned that it's okay to be someone different than who people expect you to be. Mm, yeah. Um, amazing. It's wonderful to learn about other people, my community, and how to lead, and more about activism. And I see some of your own uh, social justice pictures in there. It was amazing to see. And uh, of course, we mentioned Isthmus. Camp Firefly is just one program out of a handful. And so uh, if you've lived in the Edmonton area for a while, you've, you may be familiar with some of these programs. And I see I see a, fire, a Firefly here. Uh, Audrey's holding Oh, uh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> So yes, uh, Camp Firefly, uh, we also have the CHU Project, uh, which uh, focuses on services uh, designed for youth facing various barriers with, uh, um, you know, violence, poverty, mental health, um, homelessness, 
um, those systematic uh, barriers. Uh, Where the Rivers Meet, which is uh, focusing on community education, specifically um, Indigenous-led. And then we have the Family Resilience Project, which is short-term counseling for youth and their families. And Firefly Schools, which is an education program uh, in the greater Edmonton and rural Alberta areas. Yeah, and as, as Corey mentioned, a huge, huge thank you. Um, since 2008 and I believe even like before that as well a couple of times and what you've been able to give to us equals 365 t-shirts, <laughs> 282 arts um, um, or 282 art supply packages or you could think about 62 different workshop presenters, uh, honorarium, we do like to uh, thank our presenters for, for joining us and um, especially I think about accessibility for campers. Um, some of them just really couldn't be at camp at all. They couldn't be in this transformative space without your support. So over 21 campers over the years have been fully supported by um, uh, the value of the, the money that you've given. And it's just incredible. So deepest thank yous. Yeah, and we mentioned uh, earlier, um, that uh, there are you know, various ways to become involved. There's other programs, but there's also other ways if you wanna directly support. And that can look many different ways. It doesn't just equal monetary uh, donations. It can just be by having these conversations. Hey, I, I heard from this camp today that it was sound really interesting. Um, and just discussions around pronoun use. Uh, you see uh, both Kelly and I, uh, we do like to practice uh, sh uh, having our pronouns uh, out there so uh, we can you know, have that discussion as well. Uh, so asking people their pronouns, using pronouns, learning more about uh, uh, that, that spectrum. Um, time, of course, time is very important. Uh, you can be a volunteer with the CHU Project, with Camp Firefly, um, and uh, uh, the CHU Project actually um, would also be grateful for any donations now that winter is coming up. So with the uh, youth and the population that they work with, uh, donation items such as packaged snacks, new socks, underwear, clothes, art supplies, shoes, bus tickets, jackets, backpacks, backpacks. Um, of course, anything even lightly used would be greatly accepted. Um, and uh, of course, then there's the the, the usual donation method as well. But uh, we wanted to make it clear that uh, your support can look in look many different ways and it truly is appreciated in whatever capacity you are able to uh, uh, support uh, Camp Firefly if this is something uh, you feel is important. And uh, we have our contact email there. Uh, we just really wanna thank all of you today for hearing from us. If you have any questions, uh, we'll be happy to answer some if there is some time. and. Um, as mentioned, there's the email there if you do want to get in contact to have more of a conversation to learn more about Camp Firefly or to have any other discussions. Um, yeah, we're open. Thanks, Corey. I also wanted to briefly mention and uh, just that I will share these slides and including the donation link, including um, addresses and all kinds of things that you might need. I will share them so you don't have to worry about writing it down. But again, as Corey mentioned, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so wonderful that you were here to share. I've um, opened it so people can unmute. Um, we'll see if they're
are some people that have any questions. If it gets out of hand, I'll try to start getting people raising their hands, but let's just try a free for all off the start. I can try and keep an eye out. I see, is it Gertrude with the, their hand up? Hi. Yeah. Hi. I don't know. What does the pronoun Z mean? Z-E. That's a good question. I'm not uh, great at answering some of these questions, but it's um, pronouns are self-identified. So uh, sometimes when people who are non-binary, meaning like not, I don't, maybe, I, maybe if I was non-binary, I would say I'm not. I don't identify as specifically male or specifically female, but somewhere in the like in some other non-binary way that I might choose a different pronoun. And those, um, which are sometimes called neo pronouns, meaning like newer, that they um, they're just another way, like they or them, to replace she or her for people who are non-binary. Corey or Glynis, did that? How did I do? <laughs> I think that sounds good. And sometimes, um, you know, we're all on a journey and sometimes uh, discovery is interesting, right? Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I think Kelly, uh, you did a good job there. Thank you. I also saw Susan's hand up. I wonder how you recruit these young people, how they hear about you. Do you consciously go out sort of beyond the university and to, to reach them? That's a great question, Susan. Uh, I don't know, Corey, if you want to tackle that or I'm happy to give my three cents and then throw it over to you. In here too. Oh yeah, Glynis, go ahead. Sure. And that, so yeah, if, um, so Camp Firefly um, has been around now for 15 years and um, Isthmus actually started as just Camp Firefly. And so it started with um, the, the founder who was then a graduate student um, who had been doing research on um, queer and trans youth experiences and found out that um, facing going back to school in September was a really, really hard time for kids. Um, and that, so they started, they decided to do originally a weekend retreat to basically help you kind of steal themselves for the school year ahead. And so they, um, they worked with um, schools and uh, K to 12 schools, uh, particularly junior high and high school to identify, um, to advertise folks who might, um, who might, be interested and in that too so a lot of our uh, we work still do work really closely with um, with k-12 schools um, in Edmonton and area and so a lot of our information goes out through the schools through the ATA now through GSAs and so forth um, and now other not-for-profits um, with that we work with will circulate our information in that as well so typically um, oh and I should say also um, we work really closely with children's services a lot of kids in right. care um, fall through the cracks too. So Children's Services helps us identify participants too. Hopefully that answers your question. Thanks, Glennis. All right, I think, was it Astral? Did I see another hand? Uh, yes, uh, my name is Oksana. I was just curious about how the young people this year navigated this new online space. Um, we as a church community have had to go online and figure out new ways of doing things, but young people are so much more adept. Were you surprised or were there any new things, new ways that uh, the, the young people use this online space? 
That's a great question, Oksana. Corey, did you want to start and we'll, I'll jump in if sure. there's anything else? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, a lot of the youth are very familiar with these platforms and in many ways our youth advisory committee, uh, which was made up of uh, campers from the past, uh, really helped us navigate uh, that question as well, helping us learn what platforms existed and uh, we sort of did a scan and um, um, we went with a multi-platform approach and we used another platform called Discord. And so um, in using that space there, we sort of paired that with our mental health services and with our art spaces and accessing support from a knowledge keeper um, in the Treaty 6 territory here. Um, and so sort of those more unstructured spaces where people can do art, they can receive support, have conversations uh, that really helped build an online community, not just sitting, you know, receiving information, but also making spaces where people can talk face to face or just through their voice chat but also upload and work together on art um, in those spaces as well. And so um, I'll pass it over to Kelly. You did great. Yeah, the youth taught us a lot. <laughs> that's all I need to say. If that's something that you have um, interested in, like learning the exact like behind the scenes, how we decided to set it up, happy to talk about that offline as well. Keep an eye out for hands. I see Audrey. I just wanted to say how how wonderful it was to volunteer at the Bennett Center and to experience my first three sweats and to have the women present and to have the, uh, the experience explained to us so that we understood the significance. It isn't just uh, passing the pipe around and so on. And, and mm -hmm. that was very powerful. And we have connections with some of those uh, uh, students that attended those even after all those years watching them grow up and develop into absolutely fantastic people. It's a memory that I will keep for a long time. Is is uh, uh, Mr. Grayson and uh, Rob Wells still? No, oh, sorry, it's not. That's not the right name. Uh, with ISMSS, are they still involved? Linus, did you want to jump in? Yes. Yeah, actually, Camp Firefly. So, Isthmus, um, we are the not-for-profit that runs Camp Firefly, the Institute for Sexual Minority Studies and Services. So, um, as I said in my last um, answer there, Isthmus started with just Camp Firefly, but as it grew and added more programs, we became um, an institute at the University of Alberta. So, um, so we are the, we're the not-for-profit operating, operating on campus that runs Camp Firefly and all the other programs that um, Kelly and Corey had listed for you. Did that answer your question, Audrey? Yes, yes, thank you. I, uh, thank you for that. And thank you, Glynis. I saw Kat raised a hand. Hi, um, my question is just um, wondering if you guys have any info about this. Um, being a parent of teenagers, uh, COVID has obviously been a really tricky time. And uh, in particular, you know, they've been feeling, I mean, they're back at school now, but they've experienced a lot of a sense of isolation and sort of disruption to their life, having only been able to connect with other people online. And so I'm just curious if, if you are aware of resources for teenagers that are sort of available for them now to reach out and connect, whether they're your resources or just something that you might know of in the community. Great question. Thank you for asking. Yes. I will start with the things that I am currently aware of and Corey and Glynis can jump in as well. Um, 
that's actually a question, you know, we were online this summer and how heartbreaking is it to create this space and community and then say, and then see, <laughs> see you later. And we, you know, uh, so we're right now looking at actually, we're investigating how, how we might create ongoing online spaces, even if it's once a month, there are some other organizations. Um, and I can send these links uh, with the slides. There's Altview that are doing some online programming. Um, the Pride Center have some things going on. And um, where else was I talking to? Oh, it's escaping me right now. But yeah, there are some, you know, there's, there, there's two different things going on. Right? So like services for folks who might need just like some mental health support. And then there's community. So where I just, can I just go to hang out with folks who are like me or having some shared experience and yeah so the organizations i mentioned definitely having some of the um online spaces happening um cory is there anything off the top of your head or glennis if you wanted to jump in that would be great yeah and sure for physical stuff of course it's limited right now but we are able to do a few more things for instance um there's a group that's been doing pop-up drag shows in the park every couple of weeks. There was just one last night at Ezio Ferron Park and that too. So they're doing that sort of thing. Um, we are doing some community GSAs now in person um, at our Chew Outpost downtown. Um, and we do family dinner night Thursday nights at Chew Outpost too, where um, youth can come um, for dinner and that. So we are doing, we are getting a few kind of physical options back in place for folks. Um, again, it's always, it's limited numbers and we have to follow protocol on that too. But um, we recognize like everybody that um, there's a balance between risk of COVID and the risk to mental wellness for being isolated. So we're trying to offset that and, you know, and offer a few opportunities for some, for people to get together safely in small gatherings still to do it physically. So we list, we list these things on our two website and our ISMIS site as well. Sorry about the dog. <laughs> Thank you, Glennis, for jumping in there. Karen. Hi, I know that there's a GSA conference happening at U of A in November. Do you have any information about that? We do. Uh, we could probably put it in the chat, hey Kelly? Uh, uh, I, put it in the I chat. Can, yeah, do you have easy access to the link for um, for the, right now we're taking expressions of interest for people who want to um, be facilitators, um, but I can certainly, uh, or Kelly, if you have easy access, one of us can post the um, poster and, um, and the link um, in the chat for folks. I don't um, know, but what I can definitely do is either you can, and I'm also yeah. making a list of um, so I'll, I'll, yeah, give me half a second and I'll go into my email and I'll post um, for you. So it's going to be online. It's um, two day. Um, I think it's November 21st and 22nd. Um, and that, and it's, it's um, of course, it's open to um, K to 12 um, students and, um, and educational staff and teachers um, typically and that too. So um, folks can, um, will be able to register shortly for that too. The other thing that we're going to be doing this year um, is doing a, um, a headstrong um, mental health conference um, specifically for queer and trans um, junior high and high school youth. And we're gonna be doing that after Christmas too, um, just as a new thing because we're operating in the times of COVID and, and trying to do something a bit new. So we operate, we'll be doing that with the Mental Health Commission of Canada. So you can look for that too. But I will go into my email and find the poster about the GSA conference right now. And I'll also, Glynis, thank you. I'll also send it um, along with the links, along with the slides and info that I'm gonna send them to 
Karen or Krista or whoever can pass them along, that would be great. Great question. Yeah, thank you for that. Shameless plug, GSA conference. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, is Ruth, is that a hand there? Yes, I wanted to say, uh, first of all, to Karen, thank you for a, a beautiful job this morning. And to thank our guests, I really appreciated what you have contributed to us today. And I really have enjoyed the morning. Thank you. So I must leave now. I have to follow the timetable here. Thank you. Great. You want to be respectful of your time. Bye, everyone. See lots of waves happening. I'll take another scan for hands and then uh, turn it back to Karen here. Just a question, Kelly. So I'm Krista from the U of A and I've been working with Isthmus to help put this session on. So a thank you to Karen as well as to Kelly, Corey, and Glennis. Um, have there been any movements with Isthmus and with Firefly like across Canada and other provinces and things like that? Or are we just specific to the Alberta region? There's a lot <laughs> going on. I don't know, like, um, Corey, as he mentioned, is the national coordinator for Camp Firefly. So in addition to being the camp coordinator here for Northern Alberta, <laughs> Corey supports and, and myself and the, our team. Um, right now we have three other camps, one in Southern Alberta, one in Ontario, one in Saskatchewan, and um, looking to expand from there. And there are also lots of GSA conferences across the country in different places. Um, yeah, lots, lots happening. See some nodding, Corey. Yes. Yes. Um, I wanted to. I think it was Kareen who also had a hand up. Still around? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Thank you. Hi. My question is kind of a silly one, but what? How do you do arts and crafts online? Oh uh, well, what you do is you bring a person named Andy on board, and they figure all that out for you because they're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great. Um, that was a challenge that we had as well. So basically, Andy, who's also a teacher, also an artist, put together a few sort of pre-planned activities as far as we had journal covers. So we sent journals, we sent coloring supplies, we sent watercolors, Andy did a watercolor project. And what we had was basically spaces where folks could show up and work on something together. Andy would do a demo, they would have room in the chat to be chatting about it, but. A lot of that was um, an incredible effort by uh, what we have a position called an artist in residence. And that was Andy this year who did a, did a wonderful job with that. There was also one of my favorite sessions uh, was the performance session. We even had uh, youth singing and playing instruments and it was, it was pretty amazing. And that was a question that we had as well. Like, how would that even work? Um, Corey, did you have anything to add? And also I see Audrey, your hand up, so I'll get back. Oh, I was just going to mention about the music part of it because uh, um, uh, Kate Redfern was one of the people that came for, and she's amazing. Mm, thank you. I think you got it, Kelly. Um, yeah, Andy was amazing and uh, also would step in and do um, like video videos on how to, uh, so people can watch and sort of uh, get a hang of what the activity would be and so they can come into the space prepared as well. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of work was done in that area. So they, they did them um, 
you didn't do them online. You met people went into a place. We we go ahead, Corey. It, it was sort of it was a mix. Um, we wanted to give people the opportunity to work in those spaces together if they would if they would like to, uh, but also were virtual though. We did not meet in person for that. They were we sent them care packages, including all the tools that they needed to be able to do ah. pre-planned activity. Yeah, so it was all virtual. Okay. Sorry, Corey. I didn't mean to jump in there. No worries. Great, great question. Yeah, that's yeah, it was an interesting problem. <laughs> All right, I don't, unless I can't, I'm missing hands. I don't see any others. And while we want to very much, I mean, we're happy to hang out, but also want to be respectful of your time. So Karen, I turn it back to you. Our hostess with the most is. Thank you so much. Um, another, uh, just a church event that we normally have are the monthly dragging youth events that haven't been going on since March and I know the organizers of the Dragon Youth are really anxious to get back started. Anyone with technical expertise wants to give them help, you can contact me and we can get in touch but we hope to get those up and running virtually and then eventually we'll all be able to meet again. But right now I, I just really want to thank everyone for joining us and our guests so much. Thank you for sharing with us. I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate all the work that you do. It, it makes a difference. It really does matter. So right now I'm going to play some slides with some announcements and then we will go into coffee time. So all of our members and friends and guests are welcome to join us again in three minutes. Everyone take a bio break, come back, and then we'll break into little rooms and get to know each other better. Some people know each other for a long time. Some people will learn more about each other. See you in a few minutes. 